0: Immigrant Voices, documenting the undocumented. Hi, my name is Julio, and I am an immigrant and still undocumented to this day, even though I've been in the country for 28 years now. I was brought over when I was past one year old. I don't even think I was two years old yet. With my family, I was the third born of seven, being in Los Angeles as a kid. We were, like, pretty poor. There was a lot of, like, standing on each other's shoulders to take fruit from trees and, like, hose baths. And then eventually we moved into Orange County. That's where I grew up. All over, but mostly in the city of Santa Ana. Like, sometimes I still catch myself forgetting that I'm undocumented because growing up... I was, like, another kid, and I was just doing my thing with all my kid friends and everything. I was going to school. You know, I thought that a lot of the reason that my family didn't go on vacations and stuff was because of how poor we were. I didn't realize that it had to do anything with the fact that there was a lot of risk in going around. The first time that I can remember, it was, like, our fifth grade, like, trip. We are going to go to San Diego to SeaWorld, and my mom was worried, but she's like, you're going to go to school, it's probably going to be okay. Like that was kind of the first time I was like something's up, but when it really like hit me was when I was 15 because I was like just really excited to be able to get my driver's license to get my permit to be able to drive, because my friends are all talking about it and I was just I was excited for that. Like I grew up in California, I was excited like to go cruising and things, and I just remember like kind of asking about it and my mom's like, "We'll figure it out." And then I got to the point where like people were telling me I couldn't do it. Then I found out why exactly. I was upset. It still wasn't that much of an issue, really. The only thing that I wanted to do, but once my friends all started getting their license, it actually kind of, like, hurt because I couldn't do that. And I would have to, like, catch rides and things and then graduating high school. Like, I was the first one in my family to graduate high school, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but, you know, it is. And I'm pretty proud of it. I'm, I'm the first one to go to community college and I'm pretty much done with my bachelor's. Right out of high school, I wasn't certain about how I was going to, you know, just do anything. Since I was maybe like a preteen, I started kind of like being influenced by a lot of people in my community that were doing like radical kind of like transformative change in the community. Because it was like gangsters, like cholos, or there was like you just work and which is nothing wrong with. Right. Because I worked as a janitor for like maybe six years like one of those kind of invisible people where you show up overnight and you work and you're gone. And the only time that you count is when you do something wrong and they need someone to blame. From being with my friends that were pretty like radically engaged in stuff, I would, I would constantly put myself in positions that luckily nothing happened. Just the fact that I would be out doing cop watch with my friends. And, you know, a lot of times my friends would say, we're going to go to this thing, this protest or this demonstration. And even they wouldn't let me go because they're like, we're concerned that, you know, they'd just be worried that something would happen. Even still now, I still show up to things. One thing, I'm proud of being undocumented because I feel like it's made me really resilient. It's just everything that's happened. I've had to find other ways to keep living and to get what I need and get what I want. I, I do it in my music. I do it in my art. If I can do my part for justice and, you know, equality and equity, even just in the smallest ways, I feel like I'm grateful for the life I've had. It's been really hard, but I'm glad because it seems like people don't care about each other. But having been still kind of going through the, this place where I almost have to keep my eyes wide open all the time you know, and just realizing those are the people that are like me that have similar experiences. They were just afraid for our lives on a daily basis for an arbitrary reason, you know, just somebody saying like, hey, not until you have your papers, which really bums me out. I'm not ready to stop doing the stuff I'm doing. I wanted to share it too, because one thing I know is that if we don't put ourselves out there, we disappear. I know that I'm not the only one that grew up the way I did, where I thought I was just like any other kid until it came to like, Coming into obstacles where I realize, like, something's different and it's not because of me. It, it makes me want to do something more for everyone else. And knowing what it's like to be kind of, like, kept out of a lot of places because of fear. Basically losing your life. I don't know what it would be like to go back to Mexico because I haven't been since I left. I would love to go. I would love to just go and see... And smell it and, I don't know, eat the food there. Anytime that people are like, this place reminds me of Mexico. I'm like, which part? Because that's the closest I've gotten so far. So hopefully one day I'll be able to go back and forth. And anywhere else I'd like to without this being an issue. But I don't know. I think that's it. Gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep doing my stuff and hopefully things can change for everyone. Immigrant Voices is a Flobo production recorded in Arcata, California. Find more episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye.